welcome to Tally Untitled Thoughts with me, Tally. So my brother told me to read this book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra, and I did. And I really enjoyed the book and I recommend that you read it for yourself or listen to it, which is what I did. I made some notes on it because I like notes and I thought that this was the perfect book to make reference to in this space and share my thoughts on the chapters. My brother asked me for my aha moment, which I think came in chapter 6, and we'll get into that next episode. But for today, I'm going to focus on the fifth chapter, called The Law of Intention and Desire, where maybe you'll get your aha moment. The Law of Intention and Desire Energy and information exists everywhere. Consciousness is attention and intention. Attention energizes, intention transforms. The power behind desire, desire without attachment to the outcome. Intention and detachment leads to present moment awareness. Intention on the object of attention will orchestrate events to bring about the intended outcome, provided you are following the other laws. Guys, it's all coming together now. It has infinite flexibility as long as the other laws of nature aren't violated. Through intention, you can command the laws of nature to fulfil your wants and desires. Organise through conscious intent. When you are in alignment with the seven spiritual laws of success, you will use your intent for the benefit of mankind. What I'm gathering as I listen to this book is that it seems to be all about energy transference. If you put your intentions out there, then effortless, spontaneous, frictionless flow of pure potentiality, which I spoke about in episode one, will happen. And when combined with detachment, which I will speak about next episode, leads to life-centred, present-moment awareness. The author says that the properties of consciousness are the past, present and future. The past is recollection of memories, the future is anticipation of memories, and the present is awareness. Time is the movement of thought. Only the present is real and eternal, its eternal possibilities. For me, during this chapter, as I'm as on board as I am with most of what the author is saying, I thought about how to put intention into practice. It's all well and good knowing I need to do this, but how do I do this exactly? And one way I know for me is in the words that I use, the words to describe what I do, the words I use to describe and explain what I want, the words I use in tough situations, bad or difficult. Words can be so powerful, and the way you say them are too, whether you say it not really believing in it, people can tell, and more importantly, you can tell whether you believe something or not. Compared to when you say a word with a quiet or loud confidence, you'll know. And the words themselves are not just important, but it's also your belief in them. My mum told me this story that there were these twins. 
as I explain this very short story, try and keep in mind your own experiences about how you've grown up and what people have told you or what you've maybe told yourself along the way. As words are important and very valuable to you and how you see yourself and what intentions you'll put out in the world because of these words and because of how you've ascribed value to them. So one day at school, one of the teachers asked one of the twins to come up to the board and write an answer. The twin says that they can't, and the twin says that they're the DT. The teacher asks what a DT is, and the twin replies, I'm the dumb twin. Now, in having this confidence in the dumb twin label, the twin is putting out their intentions to be dumb. They've taken this word and taken the value of this word and have unfortunately been increasing the attention of the word dumb to them. And in doing so, they've solidified it through intention, such as not trying in class because they put powered in the word dumb. I call myself a designer and before I would call myself a design student. Although I've done design work for others, paid, although I sell design work online, I call myself a design student. My intention is to be a designer, so I now say that I am a designer, putting my attention on what I want to do. When something goes wrong, tell yourself that you can fix it. Put the intention out there in the world that you can come up with a creative solution and the creative solution will come. I'm sure everybody knows someone who tells themselves, well I'm dumb, well I'm smart, but I fill in the blank, so I can't do it. Or everyone knows someone who gets dismissed and it's, well they're dumb, well they're a perfectionist, well they're fill in the blank. And I'm also aware that no matter how much intention you put into something, some things just won't work out. And I don't want to be a downer, but this is also the reality of certain things. No matter how much intention I put out there in the world to get an A, I may still get a B. It's not that I didn't study, revise, work or apply myself enough. I just didn't get the A I wanted. Maybe... They added a new essay style question in the exam and I wasn't quite ready for, have, for, for it and I had no way to prepare. Maybe I was having a bad week because those happen and I couldn't focus. I couldn't remember this one piece of vocabulary which left me one mark away from an A. So sometimes no matter how much you will something to happen it just won't and it's okay. And if no one else will tell you this, then I will right now, it's okay. Sometimes I need to hear those words from someone who believes them because I don't believe them myself. I was working on a project a while ago when I got a B plus and I was really aiming for that A, but I was having a bad few weeks and, and I wanted that A incredibly badly, but no matter how much intention I put behind those thoughts, I wasn't in it and I got a B and it's okay and although I tell myself that <laughs> I still don't quite believe it entirely but as I said in the potentiality episode sometimes you have to fake it till you make it and turn that object referral into self-referral 
the point is that words are important. You can harness the power of intention through these five steps. Step one, slip into the gap. Centre yourself in the silence between thoughts. Go into the silence. Step two, establish that state. Release your intention and desires. Step three, remain in self-referral. And if you don't know what that is, I go over it more in depth in the first episode. But in short, don't look at yourself through the eyes of others. A helpful way to do this is to keep your desires to yourself unless they share the same desires as you and are closely bonded to you. Step four, relinquish attachment to the outcome. And step five, which I like, and it's let the universe handle the details. Deepak Chopra suggests that you make a list of your desires, carry it with you and constantly look at it. Look at it when you wake up, before you sleep, before meditation if you've been doing that. But remember to let things happen for, th- for this list. When you don't go, when things don't go your way, remember that there is a reason. The cosmic plan is far grander than even the ones I have conceived. To end this episode, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. I was watching this video entitled How to Learn Anything! Exclamation point, for creatives and self-learners, made by the channel Future, F-U-T-U-R. It's a really good educational channel for creatives and really anyone if you're interested. And it served as a reminder for part of the reason I'm making this podcast. In the video when talking about learning, it's broken down into reflecting, implementing and sharing once you learn something. Much like the idea of teaching someone something you've learned to help consolidate your own learning of a topic. Sharing things that you've learned and talking about it with others, reflecting in the knowledge helps you do much more than you would think and I encourage you to do so. And it's fine if you learn a topic and opinions on that topic change, but the point is for you to explain things and teach others what you've taught yourself so that you can gain a better understanding of them, gain clarity. Failure is good, change is good, relearning is good. It's taken me a while to get to this and I'm still learning the value in relearning. But there is a bigger plan that you can't see and things will happen if you put the intention out there. This has been Tally, Untitled Thoughts, with me, Tally. Thank you for listening and please do let me know your thoughts. Thank you.